All right, and here we go on another edition of Sunday Poor as we watch Chicago Bears. Was it interception or fumble? I missed it, Ant. Interception. Uh, we, we saw a turn of a Minnesota Viking Kirk Cousins turnover here in prime time uh, as we start taping here on Sunday Poor. Thanks for tuning in as always. Let's get it rolling. Bring in my cousin Ant. How the fuck you doing tonight, my man? And what are you drinking? I'm doing great. I'm watching the Chicago Bears set football back about a million years with this offense. But uh, Khalil Mack may have just given him a jolt. I got a wild turkey in front of me uh, after a very uneventful weekend, a little bit of a quarantine weekend. Break some leaves. I uh, watched some football. I watched some movies. And uh, that was it. That was, yeah, that's taking it easy. Get used to those hunkered down weekends. I think we're. Right around the corner from getting a lot more. Yeah, unfortunately, just, that's the way it looks. Yeah, yeah. But the Zoom, the Zoom happy hours are gonna come back uh, into fashion at some point. I don't know about that. I'm not saying for <laughs> us personally. I just mean in general. Oh yeah, people. I've heard people doing Zoom Thanksgivings. No, 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 no. It's, no I'm not doing. I'm not. I'm not doing a four course meal on fucking Zoom. I've, yeah, uh, I've heard it. No. I mean, the the holidays always involve like a FaceTime call or two. That always happens. Occasionally, be a beverage, you know, had over a FaceTime. That goes on regular holidays. Now, I just assume it'd be it'd still be going on anyway. So, but I'm not doing a full holiday over a Zoom. No, thank you. No, it's ridiculous. What do you do? Just do like a live stream of yourself at the table all day? I I don't know. I've just heard. I don't know anyone who's actually doing it. Or no, actually, I think I heard. I was talking to my boss, and I think he was doing it, and he's just so anti against it. He's disgusted <laughs> by it. I'm gonna need. He's doing it for Thanksgiving. I'm gonna need the uh, yeah. His fit, his in laws want him to to quarantine for two weeks before he hosts Christmas Eve, and I don't think he's doing that. <laughs> I don't see the guy doing that. I mean, quarantine like just not leave his house for two weeks. Like, what do they want him to do? Yeah, I guess. I don't... Uh, he's I mean, the he's the one hosting. He should be telling you people to quarantine for two weeks before you go come to his house. I mean, if you don't trust your inner circle that's going to be there at Christmas Eve, then I don't know what are you doing there anyway. Yeah, no, you know, tell us about barking orders, telling the, the host what to do. Like either either go or don't go, and then uh, you know, just maintain the same precautions that you were that we've been all doing since fucking March. Yeah, you would think that'd be cut and dry, but not everyone thinks like that. No, all right. I guess he's got a few less guests coming. That's pretty good. I'd be very, I'd be very open about it. I guess with them all all day yesterday. Come on by tonight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> and his in laws are coming from Westchester County, which I don't know. That was a hot spot at one point. Right? That was the hot spot. That was the it was the original hot spot in uh in the Northeast. Thanks yeah. for nothing, Westchester. Come on. Ridiculous. Now you now you're gonna tell the rest of us how to live. Couldn't figure it out. You couldn't figure it out. Connecticut's doing well. They were doing okay. Connecticut's not doing well. Not right now or not. No. Connecticut well, is on fire. We're, we we were doing okay, though, for a long time. Yeah, I still haven't – no one's been able to answer the question of what, what the cold weather has to do with a second wave. No one can it's, answer that question. I, not, I, I thought it was just people being inside more. I thought it was people being a little more relaxed with everything. And then people just be, you know, hanging out inside more than they were before. Before you could go anywhere and you're hanging out it's up until like three weeks ago, where people were going outside, hanging outside and stuff. Now nobody wants to be in. Nobody wants to be in uh, outside. I guess so. I guess that's it. 
That's the only thing I can think of. I don't think I don't think it has anything to do with like spreading the virus more. Did you know that that uh, I don't know if it's scientists. I guess it's scientists, but they're able to study the water, and by studying the water, people's waste, they could tell like that they could tell weeks in advance that COVID was coming back. Wait, they study the water like the sewer. Sewer, yeah. And they knew. Wait, how? Can you? Is that all you know? Can you describe a little more? Because I'm fuck. My mind is blown right now. Um, so, so they get like a sample of water. So let's say they went like two weeks ago. They went and they got a ladle full of shit and piss water. Yes. And they put it through their little machine, their little sniff test, their little taste test, whatever they got to do. And then it came on the other side, and they're like, "COVID is going to hit those motherfuckers in about two weeks." It's something to do with the particles in the wastewater. In New Haven, and it was apparently 10 times the number it was in April in the height of COVID. So that's how. uh, And it's epidermologists, whatever those. I can't even pronounce the word. I'm going to have to do a hard Google to know what these people are. Probably some sort of doctor. Yeah, when they make up the the name of the profession and like the layman. Oh, scientist. It's a fancy word for scientist. I was right the first time. Right. They just want they want to make you feel stupid though. That's what I was gonna say. They just want to make you feel like that they're that much better than you because you can't even fucking say the name of their profession. I felt stupid until I saw it was scientists. Now I'm back to just being like, listen, I'm just giving you giving it to you in layman's terms. <laughs> Thank you very much. Epidemiology. I'm still I still can't pronounce it. Scientists. scientists who study diseases within populations of people. Got which, it. This is their COVID is there. So their why? Moby Dick. Uh, so, I mean, like, why wouldn't – I mean, of course, I know why. But, like, why didn't we know this two weeks ago? And why was something done about it? We have this information. And what good is it if you don't do something with it? I don't know. Because they wanted people to go vote, maybe. That's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Mission, ac- mission accomplished. I guess so. Uh, <sighs> all right. Well, let's – yeah. I mean, we're going to have plenty of COVID talk to come in later dates, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, not going- yeah. It's not going on anytime soon. I know schools are talking about, I mean, some schools have already done it, moved to remote. Other schools are talking about it's going to be happening sooner than later. I've heard that I've heard colleges are, a lot of them are coming home uh, for Thanksgiving break and they're not going back till end of January. Like winter break starts now. I Some colleges, that was the plan from the get-go. From oh, it was? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know yeah. if, how many are kind of calling out on the fly, but I know some schools, like my nephew's going to school. And that was their plan from the get-go. They're not going back till fucking January. Yeah, so. guy down the hall from me at work, his daughter goes to Marist. Shout out Poughkeepsie. Hey, PK, all right. Yeah, um, and he was, that's how I found out today. He was like, yeah, she's coming home for Thanksgiving break and not going back until end of January. I guess they figure everyone's going home for, to be yeah. with their families. And then they're going to send them all back to infect each other. So Yeah, no, nah, Hey, not for nothing, though. If you send your daughter to Maris and all she comes back with is COVID, you're doing okay. Yeah, I know. I, I wanted could to be, drop some bars on him just to, uh, just to know like, if he's uh, heard, heard about anything up there. But I didn't think dropping Noah's was a good, good idea. <laughs> if his daughter knows Noah's. It's like, oh, it's her favorite she's... spot. Be like, oh, that's yeah, nice. she's coming back with an under one GPA, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> So, all right. Well, let's get let's get past this COVID shit because uh, this other thing is driving me nuts right now is the Nets' pursuit. Is it even the Nets' pursuit or Harden's pursuit of the Nets? It's I don't know. I haven't really been following it. 
So he turned down like a massive offer, Harden. 50 mil. Yeah, massive offer. And he, but he, he turned it down to go to the Nets. What I don't get is like, the Nets are not obligated to do this. And then the, the, the packages that are being danced around are insane. It's like Levert, Dimwitty, and Picks, and uh, uh, the center, uh, Jared Allen. And it's, like, and it's like, these are just all speculative offers, but that, isn't that too much for anybody? I don't care who it is. Isn't that too much for anybody? Yeah, I mean, how old is Harden right now? I don't know. 30? No idea. He's been around forever, but he did come out after his rookie year. Okay, so he's 31. I mean, I don't know. It's it's, it's probably going to blow up if in their face the Nets if they do trade for Harden. Well, yeah. I mean, they tried the super team thing once before, and it was, of course, a super team of all over-the-hill guys. So that didn't really work out too yeah, well. Yeah, it's going to be a but, little bit different because these guys are in their prime for the most part. Yeah, but is, I mean, that's just, that's just too much, isn't it? <laughs> it just seems insane to have those three guys on on your team at this point in their careers. Like, who's going to play around? If you have nobody else to play, you're not, not going to be deep. No, you're not going to be deep. Right. I mean, I know it's only 72-game season, but you still, need, you still need a little help. You know, you, those guys can't play every minute of every game. And not in the playoffs, they couldn't. Right, so they're trading. So Levert, Dinwiddie, Allen are the, the three names we're hearing, plus picks. Kuroots was in there. I forget. I mean, it was like every player in the roster, basically. Yeah, I can't. The, the Rockets are trying to make up for, was it the Westbrook trade? Did they trade for Westbrook and give up picks? It's possible. So they're probably trying to gain a little bit of picks because they fucked that one up. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't do it if I was in that. It was plain and simple. It's probably going to happen, though, if I had to guess. Yeah, there are, teams are just suckers. When these big names become available and they're the only team that this guy wants to go to, the teams just, like, fall in love with them like that. Like, all right, we'll do what we got to do to get him because he wants to be here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, just don't go fuck himself. Like, all right, we have, we have who we want. And then, again, you also don't know how much influence the rain has. I mean, everybody says it doesn't, doesn't have that much influence, but I don't buy that. I'm sure he's saying something behind the scenes. If he wants Harden, he's going to get Harden, right? Yeah, I, I don't know what their relationship was like in OKC. I, I mean, I know him and Westbrook didn't get along, but I have no idea about him and uh, him and Harden. And yeah. I don't know who's the Rockets have a new GM, right? Because Maury left. Yeah, like a brand new GM, like just within the past month or two, right? I think he started he started working. This pretty big thing to start. I should start light. You know, a couple of waiver wire picks up or pickups or something. You know, start start easy, man. I should just sign a guy to a minor extension. You know I mean? Yeah, but he's probably looking at as he's got to come in and kind of clean up the mess. That I don't right, know if it's yeah. a mess. I mean, the Rockets were good. It's just you know Westbrook and uh, Harden. You're pro- you're not winning anything with those guys. So he probably looks at it as let me get some picks, let me get some young players, kind of blow this thing up, and I can kind of start fresh because I'll have a year or two grace period. Yeah, making my team. Yeah, my mold. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's just crazy that just a guy wants out, and then it becomes a rumor, and then next thing you know, he's a, he's a net, and then that's have uh, seven guys in that roster. Yeah, he'll be a net by the weekend. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. How the, it's just nuts how the players run the league. Yeah. Oh, it's not even unlike any other league. It's not even close. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. you know, super team after super team after super team. Sometimes it works out. You know, the Warriors. Well, no, the Warriors really built their, their – they didn't become a super team until Durant. You know, yeah, but they, the, the Heat, 
they they were a super team, but like kind of like by accident, like through the draft, like they didn't know they didn't know Curry's gonna be that good, and you know Clay's gonna be that good, and Draymond was gonna be that good, and it just happened to work out that they were really good. As a, they played really well together as a team, great coach, and then they brought Durant in, and they were uh, officially it was a cheat code. Yeah, officially the evil empire. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, this this is a completely different. <laughs> the, the, the Nets have been trying to build a super team uh, for a few years now. And uh, this would this would uh, this would cement them as the premier super team in the league, I think. Oh yeah, they'll put the target on their back. They'd they'd be the new heels in the sport. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, who? who I mean, that's just a weird. That's just a weird trio to me. That's not a. That's not the three. You know, it's a, it's an all star team starting three right there. But I just it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic to me. Yeah, I mean Kyrie's not going to play, so it's really going to end up being a, a you know gruesome twosome more than a trio. <laughs> yeah, I mean the guy doesn't play. You know, what's he going to play twelve games next year? Like, I don't even oh, consider him a part of the team. That's just speculation. Or is yeah, he, he's not hurt, is he? Like currently? No, not yet. But yeah, I right. mean, fuck him, man. I'd shoot that guy into fucking space. Can get a great view of the round globe called Earth. <laughs> is he asshole. Does he believe in space or does he not believe in space? Does he think space is a myth? I, or is I he like know. a believer in like, aliens? I feel like an ancient a, aliens if guy. If you're a flat earther, I would think that maybe you don't believe in space. Where are all those pictures coming from? The you know, the That's round earth. Yeah. That's a good point. They're all he, made he probably lab. thinks the moon landing was fake too. They're all made in the lab. Well, it's to be discussed. You never know. I've looked into it. Oh, yeah? What do your sources say? My sources are saying uh, it was real. Yeah. But I had to look into it. You know, I'm a conspiracy guy. I like to, you know, dabble at least. I'm going to say it was probably real. Probably. <laughs> it was most likely real. I'll say 90%. All right. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to argue that the, the moon landing didn't happen. But there's a lot of clues in uh, The Shining, apparently. Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, Kubrick. That's a good documentary. If you want to, be- if you want to believe that there's a little conspiracy there, watch the documentary about. Let's think it's called Room Two Thirty Seven. Yeah, and uh, yeah, watch the documentary about that and how that's all about. His that's like his confession for staging the moon landing. Yeah, but, I don't think I've ever seen that. I remember. Oh, it's I awesome! Man. It's some, great. I saw some like hour special. I feel like back in the day it was on Fox or something. Yeah. And uh, they went over some of the clues, but they eventually said it was real, which makes me think it was fake. But still, I still think, uh, I don't know, a lot would have had to go in that, into that, staging the moon landing. There's a lot of people that would, somebody would have cracked at some point. Somebody would have cracked. Too many people, no. Once, yeah. once more than one person knows, that's it. Yeah. Nobody like, can keep a secret. Yeah. You can, get away with, you can get away with murdering someone, but you have to be the only one that knows. Once more than one person knows, that's it. Yeah, two people keep, only, what's the what's the, the line? This the only scenario where two people could keep a secret is when one of them is dead? Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. Even then, the other person's pretty suspect. You know, people like to talk. Yeah. So I'm going to say moon landing real. Just based on the fact that nobody's sp- spoken. Honestly, that's what makes the JFK thing so nuts that we have no idea. Because of all these years and all these possible conspiracies and cover-ups, 
Well, the thing is, a lot of people have spoke out. It's just you don't know what to believe. It's almost the perfect conspiracy whacking a president because a lot of people are going to want to take credit for it. That's true. Yeah. So you don't know what to believe. Yeah. I mean, how many books have been written about, oh, I know who killed, uh, even like the Irishman touched on it. They basically told you, they basically told you the mob. Uh, was behind, was it, behind right? it yeah yeah that's true yeah they did say you know if they can kill that guy you know yeah, yeah it's possible yeah. weird the, JF- the jfk the jfk talk could really bring you down some rabbit holes yeah for sure <laughs> yeah more than a couple we could do like a whole show on the jfk <laughs> i would need weeks to prepare for it yes well yeah <laughs> oh man so did you catch any of the masters weekend uh, not really. Once jo- once Johnson had a lead, there was no reason for me to really tune in. Yeah, last thing like he he's blown a bunch of leads before, and uh, with with a lead going into the uh, final fourth round. round of the major, yeah. yeah. And uh, so that was kind of, but early on he kind of knew he was locked in. I mean, he was just living in the middle of the fairway. Every drive he had was middle of the fairway. It didn't see any adversity at all. And he just kind of ran away with it. And I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that there's no crowds there, if that helped him. I mean, he seems like a pretty cool customer for the most part. I don't see him being too shook by a crowd. But, I mean, when we've seen, you know, when you're going into Sunday thinking, oh, he's got a four-stroke lead, maybe you can, maybe somebody can kind of eat into it a little bit. And plus, that's another thing. There was no – nobody was really nipping at his heels. Nobody was on fire that was in contention with him. Uh, so I just you wonder if there's a crowd there, and they, I mean, he didn't really have any adversary early on. He was like had a bogey that can put him close by. You don't get those oohs and ahs, and that maybe shakes you a little bit. I, I don't know though. I don't know if that any anything to do with it, but I don't know. Overall, it was pretty cool. Masters, it was, it was nice. I'm just happy to have something on TV when I'm working from home, and uh, Thursday, Friday rolls around. You could kind of throw that on as you're working. Uh, that, I'm gonna miss that. You know, until next year, next one. I guess the Masters is the next major too. Last major, first major. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah, because next April, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and which which major did they have to scrap this year? The British. The British Open, yeah. All right. Couldn't take them overseas, I guess. Could not go overseas, correct? Right. Yeah. So. Yep. I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back next year. Hopefully, who knows. That's the best plan. The weekend after March Madness, usually after yeah. the championship game. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a weekend on its own. Basically. Yeah, which I'm to... not sure. I'm not sure if March Madness has happened this year. I'm not t- completely convinced. Yeah, no. We I just saw like the schedule, like the Mal Invitational and stuff like that, which is in a couple weeks. I'm like, is they even gonna do this? Like the all those preseason tournaments? Are they even gonna like be like to these guys? Uh yeah, it's so much it. different when you're dealing with kids than pros. Yeah. Like, how do you – I guess they could technically go to class, you know, on Zoom or whatever, virtually. Yep. yep. But then, I don't know, are you really – I guess it's not as big of a deal, though, to keep them away from their family. They don't really have – I mean, they have parents and stuff, but most of them don't have kids and a wife. But it's just like, I don't know, how do you – I don't know how you – Yeah, they're social – their social lives are just too volatile. <laughs> you can't control it, man. That's the problem, yeah. yeah. And they don't give a fuck because the corona just bounces off of them. 
They're yeah. doing it in football, though, basically. And they're just – I mean, there's a million games you see. I mean, I know big names have gotten canceled, but, I mean, to me, it's there's still football every – you turn around on Saturday afternoon, there's football games. There's so a, lot, I know a, lot that, of can, a lot more cancellations, though. The NFL is actually getting through. No, I, no, I, no, I understand that. But to me, it's, like, it's almost like nothing has changed in, in that kind of they're, – they're, keep, they're keeping the, the season moving along. I don't yeah, I don't, and I know. Didn't you mention that Alabama got canceled? Right, there are some big teams that got canceled. Wisconsin but... had like three games in a row canceled. Two oh, games shit. in a row. They just came. They came back Saturday night after I think a two or three week layoff and waxed Michigan. And basketball's gonna have even the, the same kind of challenges. I know, like bigger teams in football. Yeah. But I mean, just being indoors and again with the cold weather, kind of keeping people indoors all the time, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to control. I think, or just as hard to control. I feel like the NBA should have held off until at least another month. Were they starting December twenty second? Yeah, they yeah, should they have won't. held off another month and did a sixty game schedule. I think there was like a cutoff where the players don't get paid as much. If uh, I forget the exact cutoff number is, but sixty seems like it's too small of a number. They needed to play X amount of games at their full salary, and they they didn't want to go too low. Um, so they wouldn't miss out. Are they playing in the arenas or in a bubble? They're going to be in the arenas with like limited fans and certain restrictions on like where the fans can sit and stuff like that. Then like depending, it's also dependent on where these games are taking place. So like if there's local laws that tell you otherwise, you have to kind of abide by those local laws. All right, like Chicago tonight, watching this game, they're not allowing anybody. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would guess in I, I would I would guess in uh, the United United Center there would be no fans. Same thing with like Brooklyn and MSG. There'd be no fans. Wasn't it the mayor of Chicago was in the middle of some rally too a couple of weeks ago with no mask? The Biden one of the Biden rallies, and then she, well, now, she, now she's telling people that she's telling families not to have Thanksgiving. It's it's possible, <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I mean, it's not because like they have like a bunch of new uh, Congress people, yeah, and they have they have like a dinner for them, and they're holding the dinner. I'm like, dumbasses, you guys are the ones everybody's going to look at and be like, look at these fucking hypocrites. I'm going to have Thanksgiving. Yeah, now I'm having I mean, fifty people at my house. Yeah, just right. Stick not, it to them. It's not to say that if they didn't do it, people, you know, but I'm just saying people are going to see that, and this is bad optics. I'm not saying that not doing it solves all their problems, but no. doing it causes more problems than, I don't know, than it than could come, come out of it. I don't know why they're doing it. Oh, Cordero, beat him, beat him, beat him, oh! beat him. I like that view. 25, that view told 15, me. 10, 5, touchdown. I loved, I loved that view. I, just, I felt like I had great court vision. I feel like I was running with him. I was seeing the holes. <laughs> I was like Jason Kidd, just court vision. I think you might have broken your own ankle, though, if you try to make those moves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, quarter, I was going to rip quarter out a little bit because he just uh, – he's always like a name you expect to see. And what, didn't he start with the Vikings? Yeah. He's Vikings, like a name. Patriots. I think that maybe another team mixed in there. But he's like also a good example of guides us. If you have – if you're athletic and you have some talent, you can hang around. Because now he's, he's a receiver. He's like, an, he's like a Swiss Army knife for the Bears – who don't have many options outside of Allen Robinson, but he, he runs the ball, which mm-hmm. they don't have – they're at running back. He catches the ball. I actually like him uh, kind of running back. I mean, it works. I mean, it works. They needed him, man. So, I mean, that's 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a number one running back. No, 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 like no. Well, he's no, he's like a jack of all trades. Exactly. Yeah. No, that, that's you know the kind of player you need. That's like to me, that's kind of where Evan Engram is heading. Where we've talked about him before, where he's just a guy who's got talent. He's got to figure out the right way to use him. And uh, Mike I mean, Zimmer is yelling at what I'm assuming is his special teams coach. <laughs> It'd be a hell of a coincidence if it wasn't. <laughs> Either that or the guy messed up his lunch order. I don't know. One or the other. Yeah. Grabbing the wrong Starbucks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Cordero, he that's always got gets those uh, little bursts of, I don't want to say greatness, but those bursts of excitement. That's one of them right there. A little kickoff return. Guys with dreadlocks just look faster, too. Okay. If you say so. I'm just, oh, that's oh, just. He's do, oh, he's doing the moves, too. He's yeah. doing the moves for the big screen. Oh, he's got a nice <laughs> chain on. Wow, bringing the bling. So you think the dreadlocks, because they're like flowing behind him as he's running, that makes him look faster? I don't know. Ricky Williams was faster with dreadlocks. Then when he cut his hair, I feel like he wasn't as fast. All right, okay. Who else? So the... Oh, did he touch that? Doesn't Dalvin Cook know. have dreadlocks? I don't know. He's fast. <laughs> Minnesota's returner also dreadlocks. I'm telling you, there's something to this. Returners with did Devin Hester ever have dreadlocks? I don't think so. Ah, I don't think so. That puts a hole in that. All right. I thought he might have had them like early in his career. And then I think they cut them when they get older to make them go faster. You don't want the extra hair, you know, holding you back. Aerodynamically, yeah. Aerodynamically. Yes. You don't you don't have it's like when swimmers shave their body hair. Right, right, right. When you lose a little bit in your knees and stuff, you need to you need to take every kind of precaution you can, cutting it all, cutting all the hair off. Devin Hester did have dreads at one point. All right, <laughs> there we have it. Maybe maybe you are on something. A good returner. I think you hang around in the league longer. You just look faster. Did Dave Meggett have dreads? I don't think so. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Parcells would allow it. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, all that waxing poetic about our favorite kick returners of all time. Um, not Dave Meggett. We don't like Dave Meggett anymore, but um, got us in the football mood. So let's let's jump right in. And I think I don't think I'm out of line here if I'm going to say that the NFC East is the most competitive division in football. It uh, it's something that division. I'll tell you. Yeah, it's it's going to be a it's tooth and nail for that. For that division title, I'm, gonna, I'm telling you right now. I know Joe Judge is, is uh, throwing water on title talks and stuff, but I mean, everybody, everybody's got a shot in this division. And the Giants took a big step this weekend, beating the Eagles. To me, was that's a grow, that's a growing up step they need to make if you're the New York Football Giants right now with the rookie rookie uh, head coach, second year quarterback, all these you know losing your best player. And just trying to fight their way through. That's something the Giants have not done in a long time. They took it to the Eagles yesterday. They looked really good doing it. The defense looked good. Jones looked good. And that's just it might I'm not talking division title. I'm that's all bullshit. But I'm just saying that's a step in the right direction for the franchise. That's that's a great win yesterday by the Giants. Against a bad team, don't be wrong. But you gotta beat the teams in your division, which they haven't been doing recently, except for Washington football team. You stole my thunder because pick that. All right, never mind. Third, third and seven. <laughs> um, you took. You stole my thunder because I was going to take this from an Eagles perspective. They suck. 
That team stinks. Carson Wentz, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what happened to him. They did show a glimmer of hope because were the Giants up, was it 14-3 at the half? Uh, I don't recall the halftime score. I think it was 14-3. The Eagles came out right away and went right down the field. Yeah. They showed a little bit of Boston Scott, right? Boston Scott, yeah, sorry. Running back. Running back Uh, Eagles. Yeah, so they showed some signs of of, uh, life, but for the most part, I mean, they just stink. And it's like, I guess I'll still pick them to win the division because – I don't know, man. uh, So you think the Giants – well, I mean, the Eagles are definitely favored in Vegas. You think the Giants have a good – I feel like the Giants have a tough schedule. The Eagles is just as tough, if not tougher. The Gi- the Giants have a legitimate chance to go three and three in their last six, which would get you to six and ten. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, but their schedule. I got right, the so Eagles' schedule in front of me. Yeah. All right. I'm looking at it too. So the Browns is a win, right? There's <laughs> a chance to be. That's a, win. a un- that will not be one of my picks. I can guarantee you. I will no. not pick. Oh. At- after I said something good about Dreadlock Returner, see what happens? Oh, no. He fumbled it? Muff. Oof. Um, yeah, so the Browns is a it, – it's not, it's not a gimme win for the Eagles. It's a possible win. Then they have the Seahawks Tough, in, yeah. in Philly. Then they're at Green Bay. Then they got New Orleans. Then they're at the Cardinals. And they finish up Dallas-Washington last two weeks of the season. They, I mean, they could get beat up. They could legitimately lose five in a row. They could, yeah. I don't know. Uh, God, yeah. The Browns game will tell me a lot. If they lose that game, it could be could end up being free fall. Because <laughs> that's said, a game. That's a game which just I don't like either of those teams. <laughs> no, no, not at all. There's, there's, it's a, it's a, it's a race to the bottom. I mean, at this point, can you even count out Washington or Dallas completely? No. No, Dalton's coming back. Uh, this is ridiculous. I mean – It is ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. It's the most competitive division in baseball. In baseball. Well, maybe they're playing the wrong sport. It's the most competitive <laughs> division in football. Yeah. Because... So you think six, six wins wins the division? I mean, it's, it's possible. Yeah, it's very possible. Six wins – Six so wins Washington, Washington and Dallas would have to go in order to get to six wins. They'd have to finish four and three down the stretch. Yeah, not impossible. They play each other on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm. Uh... Ah man, I don't know. We'll see what it's... the Eagles do this week. This would be a big win if they could beat Cleveland. Oh, but they they suck. Yeah, they are. They do suck, man. And I yeah, I just don't see. Cleveland losing to that team. I don't see it. That's the team that Cleveland beats. But Cleveland has been, ben. yeah. Cleveland has <laughs> had the ability to uh, the propensity to just punch down this year. They kind of do beat the teams they're supposed to beat. But there's one team that'll let you down when you need them. It's the Cleveland Browns. And there's one team that'll surprise you when you think they're dead. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. So what the fuck? Right, like the Eagles did on that Sunday night game against uh, who was that? San Fran. They came out of nowhere and looked like the Super Bowl team from two years ago. Yeah. 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 Who knows what the fuck they're going to do, man? But you're right, though. They, they, could be, they could be in a world of trouble if they lose to the Cleveland this weekend, though. Their next four, the their next free four fall could that. begin. So this yeah. is, the Giants are on a bye. 
If the Eagles lose, the Giants are a half game out of first place. If the Eagles win, they're a game and a half out. So it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Fucking three huge. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Still life. Joe Judge doesn't want anything to do with it. We're not looking. We're just go, let's just go one and zero next week. That's it. Yep, there you go. He wants to do just beat the Bengals. So oh, Bengals, Bengals Thanksgiving week. That's your next game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, no, it's not easy. I mean, they're in it. No, they're in it. They're in it. They got a shot. They got as good a shot as anybody, in the, especially if the Eagles lose this week to Cleveland. It's right there. Yeah. Um, I, it's weird because I don't want to count out Washington. Dallas, I just feel like, is such a mess. That I don't think. I mean, you can't count them out, but I don't. I just don't look at them. But Washington, if you look at their schedule, yeah, you could talk me into Washington making a run. That's the other thing. You look at Dallas; they're not going to be. They're not going balls to the wall for Mike McCarthy. Washington, you know, will do whatever they can for Ron Rivera. Yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt. That's a guy that they'll they'll fucking go to war for. And remember, uh, one thing you have to remember about Washington: they do, they do uh, have. Uh, they're behind the eight ball because they lost to the Giants twice, but they did beat the Eagles opening week. So if they could, they and they end the season with them. So if the Giants yeah. were to kind of like fade away and Washington were to make a run, they do have that advantage. It's just uh, I don't know. It's it's tough to make a case for any team. I guess the Giants because they're on a little two game winning streak now, but it's hard to really make a case. No, somebody's gonna fall. Ass backwards into the playoffs. That's all. The, that's the only case you can make. And the five seed is going to be licking their chops, whether it be <laughs> t- Tampa or the Rams or whoever the Cardinals. Oh, I want Tampa. If I'm, oh, see, when you want Tampa? Yeah, I want Tampa. We should have beaten them once already. I don't know if that'd be your best matchup. Uh, I'm in the playoffs, man. <laughs> I'm not looking for matchups. Just you know, get the one that's in front of you. I think the Rams would be your best matchup. Uh, I like the the Rams are. Goff in cold weather. I think the Rams would have our, have their way with the Giants. Well, I think anybody in the five seed is like <laughs> they'd be at least a touchdown favorite out. Mel at road game, they'd be at least like a five six point favorite. Yeah, here's why Washington has Bengals this weekend. Then they have the Cowboys. That's two possible. Then Steelers, which is tough. Then Niners, who are all banged up. So that's yeah. three games they could be. Fa- well, they probably be favored in San Fran, but yeah. And then Seahawks, Panthers, Eagles. So, I mean, they finish. Seahawks is tough, but they have winnable games. That might games. be – of the, all the NFC East schedules, that might be the easiest one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I That game yesterday, man, Washington, Detroit, that was, those, are my, those are my two NFC East – two NFC teams this year. It was hard. Yeah. It was like rooting for, you know, your, your children. Yeah. Um, well, geez. The Lions end up – I'd want to get my I'd want to get my DNA tested if that was my kids. You go to uh, what do you call that shit? Ancestry dot com. You do the swab. <laughs> nah, you know what? Those are my kids. I would I would just take off. I won't even I won't even bother getting the test. No, nah, you're not going on Maury Povich for that. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm going to fake my own death and uh, <laughs> disappear to an island somewhere. Lions pull it out though. Four down, three to go. Need three it. more wins. The, the Detroit Lions, they, they they could do it, man. They are they're just a weird team that they are. They, you know they, what? they kind of go under the radar as 
a little they have a lot little bit of Falcons slash Chargers in them. They blow these leads, man. They're not quite as bad as those teams because they probably haven't been they're never as good. Like the Chargers had their run with Rivers where they were good and the Falcons at the Super Bowl. The Lions yeah, have gone to the radar with Patricia. They blow these games, man, but Prater bailed them out yesterday. Yeah, well, it helps when the expectations aren't that high. So if you're in the game, that's a win for you. Like, oh, well, they were in the game. But if yeah. you're, like, supposed to be winning these games, like uh, the Falcons, and you're like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with that team? Well, I found myself rooting for Washington, not, partly because of Alex Smith, but partly because I talked my wife out of taking the Lions in our football pool. <laughs> and she sent me, like, a very passive-aggressive text around 3 o'clock saying she saw the Lions were up, and they were up 20 <laughs> – 24 to 3. <laughs> so, unwilling to give her any credit, I was like, check back in in an hour. That could change it. And thank God they came back. Oh, I, man. Because I, I let her take the – I told her to take the Bucks. All right, yeah. Well, so, it was, yeah. it was just uh, – there's a lot on the line there in that Lions game. <laughs> yes, under your roof. <laughs> under your roof. I mean, that, nothing – no more pressure than under your own, on, yeah. under your own roof. No. I was like, <laughs> don't take the Lions. I was like, just don't take the Lions. Yeah, no, you can't. I mean, it's a tough one to go down. With. If you're going to go down, you go down the Lions. That's tough. Not yeah. a good look. If I'm sitting here with this fucking 1930s offense in the Bears, my life on the line. So I don't know if I'm the best one to really. Keep the clock moving. That's fine. Ground and pound. Keep the clock moving. Oh, God. It's perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so. Nice, Obviously, than... uh, I would love to see I, Alex Smith actually. Oh, uh, that was a, that was a forward pass, yeah. That was his <laughs> rainbow. Um, Alex Smith actually was able to move around a little bit. He still is. He's never going to look the way he did, you know, five, six, seven years ago. He moved around a little bit though yesterday. Yeah, I saw him scramble at some point, and he got hit by like three guys at once, and there's it's. Part, part of me is, like, watching it so close. I'm like, are they trying not to hurt him? Are they being gentle with him? But I, I mentioned it last week. But every time they're around him, it's just like, is this it, man? Man, that guy almost died. I know. <laughs> like, he, he got infected, not, right? Yeah. They, had, they, they took amputation. They talked about it. might not survive. It's nuts. Oh, man. That guy almost muffed it again. Not again. Different, different uh, receiver. But, jeez. <laughs> uh, it's windy. It's windy in Chicago tonight. It is. They showed the flags whipping yeah. around. It's not quite bare weather, though. No, I don't. Not, you can't I don't see your breath. Yeah, no, no, no flakes, no breath. I was hoping for that. Yeah, that, went, that like went into my thinking for this pick. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're almost there. We're almost there. Almost. We're almost there. Um, uh, I was yeah. thinking, um, if you want to stick in the NFC. Yeah. What do you got? The Packers. Right. The NFC is so crazy right now. Like, if you had a bet, and this is stupid to do with seven games left. All these teams have seven, eight games left. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had to bet your life on who's <laughs> going to get this one seed, these teams are all so flawed. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if I had to bet my life, I'd have, I'd have to, like, delve into each of their schedules. Their schedules and kind of dissect it that way. Packers of Saints? I don't know. Do you, do you still like the Saints now that uh, James will be starting for them for the duration? To me, I, there's I, no – I, <laughs> I mean, I want to, but there's no way to know until we see it out there. And he's going to get at least like a month. They say two to three weeks. 
got fucking yeah. broken ribs and a collapsed lung, man. That's at least a month. I, I'm not even sure he plays again this year. That's just yeah. He's, first plus, he's, he's in his mid forties. Like, yeah, it's, like it's, it's just about over, Drew. It's it. It's probably a sign. It's, yeah, I would say yeah. I would say it's it's a sign, man. Scale yeah. it back a little bit. I, I know I know people, these guys want to go out in their own terms, but when you're 40 and you're getting hit by guys half your age, uh, sometimes they're going to retire. You know, retire you for you. Yeah, and it's like Aeneas Williams, Steve Young. Remember that concussion? I do not remember. Oh, oh, Steve. You could YouTube that shit during the show, after the show. Aeneas Young basically gave Steve Young his last, uh, his, uh, I don't know, f- uh, 15th and final concussion. It was a blindside blitz that just absolutely rocked him. All right. I'll check it out post-show. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's the – you can't trust the Bucks. Although then they, after you feel like you can't trust them, they go out and have their blowout yesterday. Arizona, you're not sure if they're for real. Seattle's been. I mean, you have a feeling Arizona's for real, but you don't know exactly how for real they are yet. Still a so year away, I think, for watching them play. All right, they're not. They're probably not one seed material. Uh, Seahawks flattering a little bit right now. The Rams, up and down team. And I think I, I think out of the narrow it down to. I guess we have to wait and see if the Bears win tonight to put them in the conversation. But uh Bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think it's it's gotta be the Packers or the Bucks. Bucks have a leg up on the Packers. They beat them head to head. Keep I that think it's the Packers or the Bucks, and then I think your other team is Seattle, just because yes. still, even though Russell, even though they're fine a little bit right now, it's they they have they can very easily go on a run. Uh and take over the top spot. That, that, that's, I think I'm going to narrow it down to those three. It's Packers, Bucks, or Seattle. And then, but the crazy thing about the Bucks, I feel you on the Bucks, but you get, they're, are, they're a game behind New Orleans in the loss column, and they have to finish ahead of New Orleans because they lost to them twice. Okay, yeah. That's the only yeah. problem with the Bucks. Uh, Seattle, I could actually make a case right now that Seattle runs the table. I just have a feeling right now, if you're looking to make like a division bet or a, I don't know, maybe an NFC bet, mm-hmm. see, listen to this this schedule. Right? This is my know this is Mike and Madlock stuff, but uh, this thir- <laughs> this Thursday night, I love them Thursday night against Arizona. I think they're laying three, maybe three and a half. Mm-hmm. I think the run might start Thursday because then after that they go at Philly, then they go home Giants, home Jets, <laughs> at Washington. Mm-hmm. And then home Rams at 49ers. Oh, man. They'll probably lose a game or two just because you can't really trust them, that defense. And, um, but I mean, it's, I think, I mean, a seven game winning streak to end it, end it is not, it's not off the table. I guess, no, that's, you're right. I mean, this Giants and Jets back to back is enough to make any. Uh... Buy low on Seattle is what I'm saying. It's well, hard yes. to it's hard to because that defense stinks. But I don't, all I'm saying is buy low on Seattle. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, what are hey, what are the futures numbers you can get on that for division? See, I don't know. We'll see if uh, Odd Shark has that. I'll look it up quick. Um, all right, Odd Shark division. Last I saw, he was still the front runner for MVP too. That's probably can't, that can't be it. I mean, I don't know who is, but. I can't be. You know who's not getting the proper respect when it comes to MVP? Probably Mahomes. I think he's second. So I think, I, he may even be first now. Uh, the proper respect, then? Yes. Um, 
And he's going to get screwed out of comeback player of the year because of oh, Big Alex. Ben. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. People have looked at people have looked at this Steelers team like, ah, oh, they're flawed. They're this. They're that. <laughs> and I, I, like, I heard I, – I hate to reference Simmons, but, like, a couple of weeks ago he said something about uh, Roethlisberger's um, average com- uh, yards by completion. Well, I forget the stat. Average yards per completion was down or something. And it's like, who the hell would reference that stat? You know what, you know what stats I have for Roethlisberger? 22 touchdowns, four interceptions, 9-0. and 0. <laughs> Like – but how? Oh. But how far is he throwing the ball? Yeah, I know. I, I, he uh, threw four touchdowns yesterday. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't. I'd have to go back and see exactly how far the ball was thrown for those. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. And they are going to give it to Smith, right? To come back Player of the Year, just because they have to. He almost uh, died. I mean, I would think so, but I mean, Ben is playing better than him. He, I know that's the thing. I just and, uh, like I, I think part of it is I I think Rosberger isn't the most popular guy. Just he's had yeah. those, you know things in the past. Yeah, and yeah, he's friends with Trump that he walked Stormy Daniels back to her room that one time. There's still Gen- that- always a gentleman looking for sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no way that was like doing the right thing. He's like, oh yeah, I'll I'll look her back to her room. Yeah. I know. They should have told that it. story the way it needed to be told. Make him humanize Ben a little bit. Yeah. Made him look I, like some creep that it was just walking a girl back to a room out of the kindness of his heart. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let me I saw Ben, I'm pretty sure he was twenty five to one still. Um, MVP NFL odds. And I felt like like Brady was ahead of him, and I'm like, I, I feel like Ben's had a better year than Brady, a lot more consistent. You know I, mean? I mean, if they go undefeated in the regular season, it'd be tough not to. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't, and I still don't think they're. Yeah, he's 25 to 1. I'll give you the guys that are ahead of him. Russ is still the favorite. And I'm yep. going by, let's see, odds as of November. What was it? Yeah, November 5th. Oh, so this was probably before November 15th. This was written 9.45 a.m. So before the games were played yesterday. So, you know, these aren't quite current, but almost. So it's Russ plus one twenty five, Mahomes plus two twenty, Rogers plus four hundred, Josh Allen plus nine fifty, Kyler plus twenty two hundred, Brady plus twenty two hundred, and then Roethlisberger twenty five hundred. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, but I think people are going to go if they go undefeated though. People are going to look at that defense. They're going to that defense more credit, and you're and you're right about them not wanting to get like not wanting to really honor Big Ben if they they can avoid it. And he's so, he's such a part a of like the old school like dinosaur type quarterback too. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that'd be amazing if he come out and win the MVP at his age after that injury last year. Um, that'd be kind of amazing. But I just, don't, I, I, just I, I feel I just like don't he has the, to go sixteen and zero in order to win it. You would have to, yeah. And even yeah. like Brady won it when they went sixteen and zero. I feel like how do you not? And I feel like you know it's MVP man. I feel like the best player on the best team. I, I don't know. That's just um, call me old school. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like if somebody does something special on the field that's never been done before, they look towards that. You know, I mean, if, if Mahomes has what like one interception, does he have like twenty five or thirty touchdowns and one pick, and that's it? Yeah, Mahomes like, may end up getting it again. And that's just insane numbers, and that's that's why when you said who's being overlooked, when I said him, I feel like nobody mentions him because he's kind of like the obvious name. 
That's well, why he know. may be he might be the favorite now because this is before games were played yesterday. So it's yeah, possible yeah. he's the favorite now. It, it, no, but I mean Vegas Vegas wise, but I mean you hear like the talking heads talk about it, and it's always about Russ, and they always mention Josh Allen, they always mention Dalvin and uh Dalvin plus thirty three hundred Cam- and Camara and stuff like that. But I mean you never you almost you almost never hear those guys wax poetic about Mahomes because he's just I mean, it's commonplace how good he is. I mean, right. it's it's disgusting what he does every week, and nobody gives him and nobody gives him any credit because we just expect it of him. I mean, he comes out and throws three picks next week, then people will start talking. But if he goes out and throws four or five touchdowns, it'll be just another kind of ho hum. That's just Mahomes doing what Mahomes does. We expect that of him. Right. So it's it's hard, like when you set the bar so high, it's just harder to get people to notice you when it comes to these kind of awards. I feel like. I just the fact that Josh Allen is ahead of Ben Roethlisberger is insane. <laughs> I know, I know, but it is. But I mean, he's had he's been exciting. He looked great early on, and uh, I think they they know people bet bet him if they if they give him that number. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. He's not well, in the MVP. All right, but if they if they change the number and it goes any higher, not, people aren't going to take that. But that number, the people will take the chance. Like, oh, it's a good, you know, ten to one. Yeah, you know, put a few bucks on him. Bills fan, I'm, you know, put a few bucks on him. And I will say something nice about Josh Allen, just because it sounds like I'm anti Josh Allen. He a does have, it does, yeah. he, he does, he does have a habit of scoring at the end of games. Like yes, last, yeah, you know, yesterday he should have had the game winning touchdown in the fourth quarter. Obviously, yeah. we know what happened there, Kyler with the hail mary. Um, so he does have a, he does have a habit to score some big touch. He did it against the Rams early in the season. He led them down the field. So there's something nice about Josh Allen. He threw two picks yesterday, though, and had a couple more dropped. Yeah, yeah. But that's just what he does. Uh, you know, the narrative of those games, and we talk about it like we text about it earlier today and stuff, but the, yeah. the the narrative of these games yesterday is like there's all feel-bad losses for gamblers. Yeah, the more I, I mean, thought about it, the more I realized how right I was. <laughs> oh, you can talk about it real quick. I was going to – yeah, tell us why you were right. That's fine. I'm not going well, to To me, argue. to me, the Kingsbury one isn't even up for debate. Like, I, I don't, I mean, I'm not sitting there watching the Shannon Sharp shows, Skip Bailey shows. I'm sure, like, like you know, I'm sure they were on the opposite sides just for TV purposes. Yeah, I guess they were. Oh, I've never watched that show. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just assuming. So I don't know. Yeah, like the Kingsbury one, they score on the hail mary with what was it, a second left? Yeah, I think the, so. Yeah, the only think way that the only way you lose that game, obviously, the Bills can return the kickoff with on um, you know a bunch of laterals and shit. Yeah, obviously that could happen. But the only way you get fucked is if you kick the extra point and it gets blocked and returned for two points and it ties the game. It's it's obvious you take a knee there. It's, and we had Arizona as our joint pick. Of course, I would have liked them to kick the extra point. I wanted that. I need the wins for my record, but like that was the right move. I don't see yeah. how. I don't see why you would kick the extra point there. Yeah, no, I think you said it best is uh, any, any move that puts you in the victory formation is the right move. I don't see how you – I understand why you can get mad as a gambler or a fantasy fan, yeah, a fantasy yeah. football player, yeah. or, you know, whatever. Um, I just don't – like, do you think any Browns or Cardinals fans are mad at those decisions this morning? Oh, uh, no, of course not. No. <laughs> no. Like, that's no. what you – have. you have to take a step back and realize – I think – I think fantasy football and sports gambling has mm-hmm. kind of like really separated us from reality a little bit. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. think we I don't think we realize is that these coaches and players could give a fuck. 
Like they're they out there to win yeah. the game. They're out yeah. there to win the game. Like Green, I had Green Bay yesterday laying a big number. I'm sure Green Bay has their own issues and they weren't happy with the way they played. But a win is – I don't think they're really, you know, all that upset. I think it's just like their March Madness mentality, survive in advance. I don't think they're really uh, that upset about only winning by four. They, I think they were able to sleep last night. Yeah, you for know? sure, man. For sure. I I just I understand that that's got to be the narrative for some in some circles, and that's fine because we'll touch on it too. Yeah. But let's not let's not take away from the fact that that catch oh, was incredible. fucking incredible, and that's just he might be the difference of why that team is a little further ahead of schedule. That you said they're a year away, but I mean you got a guy that can do that kind of stuff with three guys around him. Um, that's a that's a wild card that, and you have a guy who can, and you have a guy. Uh, like Murray, who can who can kind of create that space that he needed to create to get to give Hopkins the time and to make himself put himself in a position to throw that ball because I mean he he made a play to get free there too. Otherwise, game's over. He goes down, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Hopkins rises up. That's just a wild card. That having that guy is such a fucking. Uh, it's an X factor, the man. Yeah, was I was not. Yeah, I forgot what I was trying to say, but yeah, Difference not good, maker. Not, not good luck charm, but uh, just it's uh, yeah. You look, you look to him; he's a monster. Yeah, yeah, and not not everybody has a guy like DeAndre. And I'm glad to see him on a on a big time. I guess this wasn't a big time stage, but on a big stage. Oh boy, there goes Dalvin. Uh oh. Yeah, um, and obviously the other finish that was somewhat controversial was the Chub. Yeah, play. I mean, obviously, I, I need to fully disclose that I did have Houston on the show plus three, so you could take what I'm saying uh, for for what it is. Yeah, um, but yeah, honestly, I'll be honest. When he was running down the sideline, I'm a Chubb fantasy owner, so the, I was rooting for the touchdown. The last thing that was on my mind was the cover. Uh, he goes out of bounds. It was a kick in the balls at the time as a Chubb fantasy owner, but it's I don't know. It's hard to ar- – get. I'm repeating myself, being repetitive. It's hard to argue anything that results in the victory <laughs> so, formation. Repeat, you're also repeating yourself when you say I'm repeating myself being <laughs> repetitive. <laughs> it's, it's hard to argue with anything that results in the victory formation. Yeah, absolutely. No, if you, if you have the ball and you can hang on to it until the clock runs out and you have, you have more points than the team, by all means, that's a football coach thing to do. And uh, yeah, and then and there's no, Jesus Christ, what's going on here? Yeah, um, yeah, the Bears defense. So I have, Big well, third and eleven. Long, long game here. Um, Still early. Do you remember when Westbrook did it? I, I remember he did yeah, it. he did it in like the fantasy playoff. I think it was like week sixteen. Yeah, and he just kneeled like right. I forget exactly how he did it, but I mean he kneeled right at the one yard line. His scenario, was his, was, fan, his was genius. That actually. was a fantasy playoff. Yeah, because yeah. I remember people calling Francesa, and he was like, "Good, I'm glad you lost your fantasy." <laughs> uh, his was it was the scenario was they were up ten to six. He, the Cowboys were out of timeouts, and there was maybe two change left, mm-hmm. and he just kneeled on the one yard line, took it down to the two minute warning. Cowboys were out of timeouts, so they were able to kneel it out. They were able to yep. you know, run it out. Yeah. Uh, and then you remember Gurley doing it a couple of years ago. I had the Rams yeah. in that game too, but that was the right call. Like, I mean, I don't know what what to tell people, man. Like, I understand why it sucks, and as a gambler, you should be mad. As a fantasy owner, you should be mad. But they don't. They don't give a. Fu- These coaches don't give a fuck yeah. about that. Like, I don't. Do, let me ask you this: then. Does does that 
like I lost both those games yesterday. And if Chubb is, is that, by the way, if Chubb, is, I, I'm, this is probably why I'm not an NFL coach. The furthest thing from my mind would have been telling him not because they were they were on like their own forty. Wasn't that like a sixty yard run? Yeah, I wouldn't have even thought. Run, right? I wouldn't have even thought to told to tell him that because I was like, we're not scoring here anyways. Yeah. So, and full disclosure, if Chubb had scored there, I don't think anybody would have said anything like he should have kneeled. No. No. He always would have gone in and nothing, probably nothing would have happened. Point zero 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 one percent chance they pull the game yeah. out of that. We know that. All I'm so saying me, is they don't, they don't think like we do, like as, ga- as gamblers. Like it's a, they're in a different world than us. So let me ask you this as a gambler. Like I lost both those games today. Do you, do you change your mentality when you're picking games next week? Like, does no. that fuck with you at all? Oh, it fucks with you, but you got to just stick to your gun. It's just you feel like you're controlling the outcomes of games when that happens to you. You're like, I'm just, I'm just controlling the outcomes now. Because I'm, st- like, I'm like, right now, I'm like, I'm like Joe Pesci in Casino when he's warning Charlie the banker. He's like, and I don't get out of jail again. And I'll crack your fucking skull wide open again yeah. because I'm stupid. Because I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm fucking solid on what I had last week. I believe I had, like, the right picks last week for the most part. The ones that was shaky on lost. But, like, I lost in that Cleveland, but I still feel like it was the right pick because I was inches away from it being the right pick. And same thing with Arizona. If they score that touchdown a little earlier, they're kicking the extra point and they had to kick off, and then I cover there too. So I'm like, look, I, I had it. It's just things kind of just go haywire sometimes in the NFL. And I, yeah, I got to stick to your guns. I'm fucking stupid. I'm gonna go back next week and do it again. Yeah, I don't think you change. I don't think you change the way you bet. You just you got to stick to what you know, and you got to when you when you catch a bad streak like that, and you just feel like you're you're controlling the outcomes of games. You're like, no matter what I'm, no matter what I pick, I'm gonna be on the wrong side. But I think the, yeah, the, yeah, the Texans Browns game, though, I feel like we deserve the, the push there. I feel like we yeah, deserve too, the yeah. push. Because that game yeah. actually went off at four and a half, so you were lucky to push in that sense. And obviously I'm lucky to push because Chubb runs out of bounds there. So it's like <laughs> it was almost like it was uh, deser- we deservedly. Yeah, it was destined to be a push there. And that game went past three, too, like right after we put the picks in. So Nice. We'll, whatever, yeah. We'll, we'll just take the push. Yeah, no, that's two gross teams and two gross picks. Resulted in zero wins. Yeah, and, no and anybody votes. complaining, I'll just say this because I know your friend the Greek was just having a fucking bitch fit about it. Yeah, like if you're <laughs> if like if that was your team, right? If you're a Giants fan, you are a Giants fan. But if the Giants were in either of those scenarios, would you be mad in in, in either case? No, I'd be celebrating. Of course, I'd of course, be, that's, be, that's what you have to, have to do. Like you have to step back as a gambler and be like, if that's my favorite team, am I mad? And it's like, of course not. Yeah, but people are stupid. We think with our wallets instead. And, uh, oh, I'm not yeah. saying you can't no, be just... mad. I'm not saying you can't be mad, but at least understand. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, there's nothing nothing you can do about it. When Gurley did that it. to me a few years ago, I was mad, but I was like, football wise, it's the right call. You gotta be able yeah. you gotta be able to compartmentalize that kind of stuff. There's a there's a football fan in you. There's a gambling fan it's in you. Because I love gambling. That... Yeah, it's so hard. That's why it's so hard, man. You can't. The best handicapper cannot handicap what happened at the end of those two games yesterday you so let me tell you exactly exactly so like a couple weeks ago in uh survivor pool i had tampa against the giants yeah but i felt i felt bad against the giants so i put a few bucks on the on uh the giants money line i was like i was like i'm gonna root for him 
but I, I had to justify it somehow. You should have so went giant to... spread, then you could have middled, yeah. no, thread the needle. No, I know, and I should. I, that was it was up for consideration, but I was only, I wasn't going to put a lot on them, and the, and the payout for the money line was obviously more. So I was like, ah, let me just th- let me throw it on them. So this way, if they win, like I'm not, I don't feel I I got something coming my way, and I, I'm still going to root for them and not feel bad that I'm rooting against my pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So I and I'll never bet you know on or against the Giants unless it was in that specific scenario. Um, but it didn't work out. <laughs> But hey, worked on survivor pool, I guess. Yeah. So, um, but uh, that, that's that, that's the football fan, and the gambling fan clashing. It is. It's a ter- it's a terrible thing. It really is. <laughs> I think you know the most complete team might be if you take away the quarterback in the NFC. The Rams. Com- yeah, that's a. It's. Yeah, I hate the Rams, but you might be right. You hate Goff, though. I think if if you put Russ, that's if true. You put Russ yeah. on the Rams. It might be like eight and one, nine and zero. Yeah, that might that you might that might be a good point. I just might not like Goff. It's a guy. That's it's fair. He's the face. Other than McVeigh, he is the face of that franchise, and he's just the face of them being just a blah team that you feel like isn't going to get over the hump. Yeah, yeah, their defense is pretty good too. I like the D. I, I really do like the D. I know, I know. Yes, but every kind of, I kind of expect them to have their way with Seattle. I know. I we know. both, we both said see. the Rams were going to cover that game, and neither of us took it. Of course not. Yeah. Well, it's tough. <laughs> you don't want to bet against Ross. Like he had the ball at the end there, and you felt like they were going to tie it. It's just, I don't. They got their number, man. The Rams, they know how to I play gotta, Seattle. I got to pay a little more attention to the Rams now down the stretch because I, I they're gonna lose. I, like they're playing Monday night in Tampa. That's a game where Goff plays like shit and they lay an egg and everyone's off the Rams again. But it's like I don't know. They on paper they do feel like a complete team. It's just the quarterback. They, they got a couple. Oh, they got Thursday night against the Patriots too. They got a couple of night games. So yeah, we'll get a chance to watch them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, they're, they're a team I kind of. Actively avoid because they just don't excite me at all. No, they're blah. They're yeah, they're very vanilla. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's basically it for the NFC. If Minnesota wins this game, they actually have a shot to make a run, outside shot. You want their next three games all at mm-hmm. home: Dallas, Carolina, Jacksonville. It's tough to, give, yeah, it's tough to that, give a team, uh, you know, wins in the NFL, but those are all games they're going to be considerable favorites in. Let's see what they do against Chicago before we start giving them. I don't want to see the Vikings the first week of the playoffs again. No, not do, do I have to? No, no. I'm well, not do, we gotta do, do we got to do this again? No way. No, <laughs> I've, I've seen enough Kirk Cousins tonight. Forget about January. Listen, I give, I give you a lot of credit, man. You always, you always wait until I bring them up. How do you feel about the Dolphins after this week? Beat up on the on the Superchargers. Um, yeah, I mean, that was a matter of fact win. It wasn't even really as close as the final score showed. Yeah, they really yep. they really took it to them. They fumbled going in fourteen nothing. That kind of gave the Chargers life and like let them hang around. Yeah, I was never really worried. Like a little bit in the second half, the Chargers had the ball at one point, late third, early fourth. Down six, but then Xavier Howard picked off Herbert and we scored. It was just, uh, I don't know, it's all stuff I'm not used to, like special teams, touchdowns, block pun, <laughs> big uh, getting pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, they look good. They go to Denver this week. Just their, de- their defense is kind of for real, isn't it? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, kind of out of nowhere. Like, they really didn't play all that well at the beginning of the year, and then they had the game against Jimmy G and the Niners. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, Jimmy G had a bad game. He's not having a great year. Then they went and played the Jets and shut them out. And I was like, all right, it's the Jets. <laughs> I think I think what turned it around was that game against the Rams, where I was like, okay. oh, like even though Goff, you know, we were just talking about Goff, can't trust them. Do- but that defense dominated that game, though. That was like yeah. a defensive clinic. win. Yeah, that was a yeah. Defense- you're right. Tua didn't do anything in that game. That was just a clinic. And then the mm-hmm. Cardinals, they scored against them last week, even though they gave a bunch of points. They set the tone with an early touchdown, strip sack. Um, yeah, and then yesterday the block punt, and it was just – the Bears are so bad. Did the somebody Bears get hurt? so bad. Did somebody get hurt on Dolphins' defense yesterday? Did Van uh, get hurt? Oh, he might. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to play. Dan oh, he was on the COVID list. And then, oh, yeah, he, okay. did, uh, he did get hurt. I haven't heard anything on him, though. I don't think he got carted off or anything. Oh, no, you go. He returned to the third. Oh, he did. He, right. he got hurt in the first half and returned in the third quarter. So he was back. All right. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of there's, – there's the Steelers and the Chiefs. Like, those right now you would, you know, put money on that being the AFC title game. Mm-hmm. And those are definitely the two teams that I would say are in play for the one seed. I don't see any other team stepping up. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's – it's, it's a two-team two race. They're the class of the, the AFC, Pittsburgh, yeah. KC. And yeah. then you have – I mean, you just have a bunch of second-tier teams. You have Buffalo at 7-3 and three, right now winning the division. Mm-hmm. And then you have a ton of 6-3 and three teams. Colts, Ravens, Titans, Browns, Dolphins, Vegas. It feels like nine teams for seven spots – the only team I would say you give a shot to would be New England, who's four and five right now, who kind of saved their season a little bit for the for the time being last night. Yeah, we said this again in the beginning of the season. We said it, so we're we're not gonna you can't count New England out until it's over. I just you can't. I mean, you can't bet against them until till you got to be sure they're dead. It's like Freddy Krueger, man. You just got to be sure they're dead. Yes. Or uh, Michael Myers, I guess. I don't know. Michael Myers kept coming back. For the past fifty years, which is like Michael Myers, <laughs> you got to be sure he's dead. That's it. And I will I'm say, I would say it. this about them: uh, I know it's an uphill climb. They're two games out, and they have to leapfrog all these teams. But they do have wins right now against some of the teams they're chasing. They've already beat Miami once. They get another crack at them. They mm-hmm. beat Vegas. Mm-hmm. They beat the Ravens. So they have a little bit of tiebreaker edge on these teams. It's just. Are they going to go on a run here? Their schedule is not easy. They got to play the Cardinals and Rams still. They have the Dolphins. They have the Bills. So in one, in one way, they have the games all in front of them that they need to win. It's just, are they going to win them? You know, easier so said I, than done. So I, I didn't realize that the CBS.com where I have the standings up here shows the percentage chances. New England's chance of winning the division is 3.9%. Their chance of going to the postseason is thirteen point one percent. It's not looking good. Yeah, <laughs> at I, least I get, maybe we're wise. giving them a little more credit because of their reputation. No, you can't. Uh, you can't bury them, man. You just can't. And none of and none of those AFC teams I just mentioned are teams that you really tr- like. You could see. I'm still waiting for the Browns to fl- you know the flounder. Waiting for the wheels to come off them. The yep. the Raven I and mean, the Ravens schedule is the only thing that is kind of easy. But the Ravens, you just 
I don't, I don't trust that team. Not at all. Titans, no. that defense, you trust them? No. No. You know, I like about the Titans is on the other side of the ball, but it's it. in Indianapolis, I like on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. I like on the offensive side of the ball. Although their offense is serviceable, but you're just waiting for the big mistake. Yeah. Um, and Indy's defense is obviously better than Tennessee's. But, yeah, no, I don't trust those teams. No, not at all. So, yeah, if one of those teams falls out of the wild card, you could see New England kind of making up some ground, uh, finding a way. Yeah, but. so I, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's 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 a log jam right now. I'm almost I'm at the point now with the Dolphins where just stay even with Buffalo and worry about the division, and you don't have to you don't yeah. have to worry about because we have our division record isn't good and the, the Bills are undefeated, so we have to go. In, we played them week seventeen in Buffalo. We have mm-hmm. to go into that game tied. We can't go. We can't go in a game behind. So my thing is we just stay, you know, uh, at pace with Buffalo. Go beat Denver this week in mile high. Then you're tied for first with them seven and three. And then you just have to be tied with them going into week 17. Did you see that graphic that ESPN has put up? Office space reference? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that Kirk Cousins' record in prime time on Monday night or something? Yeah, I think he's 0-9. And the only, only other guys who – had worse, not worse records. Only, only guy, other guys who had just as bad records. Oh, Dalvin. Oh no. And well, so much for those Vikings chances. Uh, the wrist or something. Um, you know, like, so I guess Archie Manning and Joe Namath were both zero and six on Monday night. Oh, really? Yeah. So and Kirk is zero and nine. Uh, so then they had a bashing at TV, a Monday Night Football TV. That's got to be a wrist, yeah. Landed yeah, on his wrist, wrist or something. Wrist, forearm, yeah, that's not good, man. Oh, it's a fumble. I, and a fumble. More important. Oh, he hung <laughs> on to it. Wow. You saw that? He hung on to it. Oh, he did, yeah. Recovered his own fumble with a broken wrist. It's yeah. pretty impressive, Dalvin. Uh, uh, I just... And I think that there was a few daggers. AFC yesterday, it was all the like the pretenders were kind of got put dagger, got a dagger put into them. Uh, Denver, that was the layup spread of the week. Yeah, that was the spread that you look at. It looks too easy, but it actually is. They're done. I'm gonna regret saying that because they're gonna beat Miami. But even if they beat Miami, they're, they're done. <laughs> Drew Locke is hurt. They're gonna be playing like Jeff Driscoll this week or Brett Rippin. Exciting, yeah, yeah, very exciting. Bengals, times. I'm still in on Burrow. He's had two bad games this year, and they were against Baltimore and Pittsburgh, which is fine. So they're probably done. And then the Chargers in Houston, both Lynn has to go. Yeah, that's Jets Chargers yeah. this week. That's to me, that's the Harbaugh Bowl. That both those teams should be in on Harbaugh. I used to go to the Chargers. He should, yeah. I mean, just that team is that team is better. They have a, they have a, just a bad coach. A team is better, and they're ready. They're ready to take a step once they get a guy in there that knows how to lead the way. And him with him with Herbert will be, yeah, match made. He, listen, he's not. He 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 was. You know, it wasn't good at Michigan. He's just not a program builder. To me, he's an NFL coach. Yeah, get him in there. He's not a program builder. It's all no shame in that. He's an NFL coach in my mind. But I think those are the two teams: Jets because he'll have Lawrence, Chargers have their guy, and they have talent. So either one of those, you know. Go to LA. Two two jobs where the the bar is pretty low. <laughs> you know, it really is. <laughs> Could do, yeah, that's true. It, just just win a few games, get to the playoffs. You'll be happy. People will be happy. There you go. Exactly. 
Don't embarrass yourself on Sunday. Yeah. Time management. Time management be a factor. What what is the draft here? Like the NBA draft is Wednesday. this week, right? It's Wednesday, and then we'll have uh, Arizona Seattle on Thursday. Yes, Arizona right. Seattle. It's a big one. That is uh, that's going to yeah. start. That's going to start Seattle's march towards the one seed. There you go. That could, this is them ripping off. This is them going on their run. They got to start Thursday somewhere night. with a big uh, Thursday night W against Arizona. Yes, sir. And with that, I think we'll see you on Thursday night. Hey, you got anything else you want to say before we wrap this thing no, up? No, we'll see you Thursday. Battle for first place in the NFC West. Kyler versus Russ. Uh, thanks for listening. and We'll see you later on in the week. Dalvin's back on the sideline. Looks like he's going to be back again at some point. Thanks, for, thanks as always for listening. Sunday poor. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Well, so I'm looking up uh, Aeneas Williamson. Aeneas, Aeneas Williams. Williams. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right here. I still said Williamson. And it says uh, the top one you get is Aeneas Williams says he doesn't regret ending Steve Young's career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you watch the hit yet? No, I couldn't. Uh, you got to watch, like, the field level view, not even the announcers one. The field level view, man, it's brutal. Oh, he was on the he was on the he was on the DA show, which I didn't know was a show. David Aldridge, David David Amendola, Amendola, whatever. What the hell is this hit? They just don't show it. Steve Young had it removed. You never know. Steve Young might have that kind of pull. It's a pretty good hit. That might be an understatement. Concussions used to be funny, but they weren't funny anymore, which is good. That one, if I felt like I could go back in and play, I always did. Rested, felt great. I've always felt great. So that's the good news. What I feel there is it's unfortunate that uh, what transpired after to not play again. You know, the team was changing. It was either go somewhere else or retire. And Mike Shannon was in Denver. We had long talks about that. And I was tempted, and even today my wife would say I made a mistake by not just going to Denver. Drew Dream ended in nightmare fashion on September 27th, 1999. Oh. His wife wanted him to go to Denver after his 12th concussion? <laughs> Doesn't make any concussions, sense. Concussions are always funny, he said, back then. Who was laughing at concussions? What, what is he talking about? I think he had one during that interview. <laughs> No, I think it just—I think it just means that you know people uh, didn't take him as seriously, so guy got lit up. You're like, oh, rang his bell. Yeah, I guess. So, and yeah. I was like, I was, and if it, and if you know, it was the opposing quarterback. He fucked that guy up. Yeah, great, stay down, bitch. Yeah, right, right. 
Oh man, look at, look at this. Yeah, the, the Bears are just so bad. It's amazing that they got to five and four this year somehow. But the, but the, de- uh, the defense got make a play. Yeah, the defense plays uh, their that, ass off. But I mean, the offense just does nothing. The coach might get fired tomorrow. <laughs> but they're on, they're on a bye next week, man. Just get rid of them. The guy's terrible. So do you think they blow this game? He's gone. That's it. By, I mean, bye week. Why not? Clean Cut ties, man. He stinks. He gave up the play calling duty. Like that's gonna make a difference. <laughs> I mean, just get rid of him. I mean, maybe they put up six points tonight with, if he's calling the play. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. You never know. Yeah, it's not over. Yeah. I could see him tying it up, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not counting the Bears out just yet, but they are. Well, I'm not. I, I made a point not to mention them for the playoff picture, even though they might be a half game out after this. No, I threw it in there, but I even even when I said it, I wasn't taking it seriously. I think we, it's <laughs> crazy to say, but I think we have the seven play. Well, we just don't have an NFC East winner, but I think we have the other six teams, man. I really do. It just comes down to seeding. It's just a lot of shuffling around for unless you want to talk unless you want to you know Minnesota wins this game it's not impossible but like yeah, you said but... you don't need to see Kirk Cousins on wild card unless you want to bet to bet against them it's the only, only way yeah. it's the only way I want to see him yeah it's the only way I want to see him on any football field in January yeah I mean even then I'm not gonna lie I'm not I'll do it but I don't love it <laughs> nah man he played DPW last year we didn't even watch the game <laughs> We bet. I remember sometimes, betting against him, but <laughs> that ha- sometimes that happens. DP yeah. sometimes you just kind of get caught up in the uh, in the holiday. Yeah, it happens. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, All right. All right. Let me get this shit out there. Big third I'll down stand coming. All right. Oh, let's watch third down real quick, right. and then we'll close it down. Let's see what they do here. It is right now currently third. And three for the so Vikings. Work on those chops. Third and four for the Vikings. Ten minutes to go. 13-13. Cousins comes out in the shotgun. Empty backfield. Little four wideouts here. Man in motion. Man in motion. <laughs> Cousins back to pass. Need to get need to get to the two. Yep. Oh, and right. it is Adam Thielen with the touchdown. And now the Bears are going to have to score a touchdown, most likely on offense. <laughs> Unless Cordell Patterson has some tricks up his sleeve, and uh, the Bears' season hangs in the balance as the Vikings Jesus look Christ to Almighty. the Vikings look to go to four and five with a favorable schedule coming up. Just when you think you got this whole thing figured out, Kirk Cousins goes marches teams on the field. God damn it! All right, now we'll come back. I'll get this shit out of here. <laughs> All right. All right. Later. Oh. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, don't. All right, so, all right, now you need a touchdown, you win the game. That's it. I'm more confident now. Wow. 19-13, all right. Big, big turn of events there. Was that a, was that a miss? It was a botch. Fumbled snap? Uh, yeah, it was just a botch. Yeah, it was a bad snap. Oh, bounced it, bounced it in. Oh, I feel like they, oh well, they got good pressure on it, too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Nothing like watching the snapper run away from linemen. Do the ball fake? Whoop! 
And he's like, nah. Oh, he popped up looking for it. I just cut my head down. All right. 20 to 19 Bears. Final score. Let's go. All right. Catch you later.